ladies and gentlemen, that finally, this is the first episode, and I am so happy to finally get this started. It has been a long time coming, and this is the very first episode of the Turnbuckle Takeover. And man, it is Royal Rumble week. What better week to start this? This is my favorite pay-per-view of all time. They can't mess this up. No matter what they try to do with bad booking or anything, it is almost impossible to mess up the Royal Rumble. But I'll get into that. My name is Billy Bailey. I have been a wrestling fan my entire life just about. Done a little work in the business. I'm a referee. A very part-time. <laughs> I only do it once a year. Not even close to what I used to do it. Um, I've had a great life with the wrestling. Wrestling's always please me in some kind of way. Um, it's, a, it's a great sport. And I call it a sport because they're athletic and what they're doing is a sport. It is choreographed, yes. But what they do, you, it, it, they're the greatest athletes in this entire world because of what they do and the toll that it puts on their body and what they do to please us as fans. And sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. But that's neither here nor there. I'm going to tell you a little about, about myself. I'm actually from Wallops Island, Virginia. I, uh, this is where I grew up, and I'm living on Shingantig, which is a little island. Not much to it, and we'll go no further than that. But, um, I started watching wrestling at a very young age. I happened to come into it by my Uncle Kenny. He was sitting in the living room in a recliner, watching the NWA. And if you all know me, anybody that watches this knows that I am a very big fan of old school NWA. And... WCW, and along with old school WWF, if you can't tell by the picture behind me and the blanket that's behind me on the chair, uh, it's the Mega Powers, but greatest tag team ever that never won the tag titles, by the way, that's ridiculous, but neither here nor there, back to me, so I walked in the house, my uncle was watching it, and there was the Midnight Express and the Rock and Roll Express, if not probably one of the greatest two tag teams to ever live and to be ever put together along with one of the greatest managers, Jim Cornette. And everybody has their, you know, how they feel about Cornette. And he's just a great manager. So neither here nor there. I was mesmerized. I, I, I didn't know what to do with myself. I was like, what is this? This is so cool. Like, what what, what am I going to... Am I going to keep watching this? And I kept thinking as a kid, I was like, i got to keep watching this. This is so good. And I come across wrestling figures. And that's where it all finally started. So, I got the big LJNs, the rubber ones. You, Everybody knows I talk about it. I collect figures and all that when I get a chance to, when I have extra money. Um, but... It is, it's where it all started. I used to make my own shows and all that, but in the meantime, I found Hulk Hogan. And everybody knows I'm a Hulkamaniac. Um, it, he is the baby face of all time. He is the Hall of Famer. He is the Babe Ruth of wrestling, no matter what anybody says. Um, yeah, does he have his flaws in his personal life? Yeah, but that's his personal life. We're talking wrestling. Um, 
Was he the greatest worker? Maybe not in the ring, but he worked the crowd, and he was the greatest worker at that. So that by far makes him better than anybody. So he uh, he was the first, you know, I mean, the whole Rocky thing and, and, and having that theme song, that was big. Things were happening then with Rocky, and it was just stardom all, boom. It was just perfect time. Perfect place, Madison Square Garden, 36 years ago, where it all began, Hulkamania. And WrestleMania, not too long after, began. But we'll get to that. We're on the road to WrestleMania right now, which that is, excites me, gets my blood boiling and pumping. But, so, a little bit of history in the business. I worked as a referee in North Carolina. I was trained by the Tar Brothers. Christian is his work name. Real name Chris and Dustin Tarr. I thank them so much for what they've done for me. Uh, they taught me the in and outs of the business. And uh, I can't thank them more than, than than I could possibly say. And I could spend hours talking about how, how much I thank them. But uh, uh, it was I was able to leave, live my dream. I worked a couple wrestling matches. Um, I was okay. Wasn't good. I, you know, I'm not, I never worked a dark match or anything like that. Like... Um, hi Willow, see her in the back. Um, but it, it was, it was a fantastic time in my life. I got to travel in North Carolina, um, meet some great people, work with a couple guys that worked in the business, um, Gunner from TNA, people like that. Got to do Ricky Morton and Bobby Eaton's music was one of my first things I did, which that to me right there was huge because like I said, they were the first I seen in a match. They, they are what tag team wrestling should be today, Vince. Thank you. I know you're trying, thanks to Heyman, but you got to do something about the tag teams. But neither here nor there. So, basically, I became a big fan. I rented all the tapes. I got everything, and this is that was the history of me. That. Wrestling means a lot to me in my life. Um, it's kept it, it. It helped me quit drinking, um, things like that. So we're gonna get to the good stuff right now. Enough about me. I've talked long enough. So we're gonna get to Royal Rumble weekend. We've got a lot to talk about. NXT versus NXT UK. Every match on there, I'm not sure I can talk bad about. I'll do my best. To try to critique it but those guys are on another level um you can you know triple h is very good about telling stories in the ring all right and and if you you have to sell and he's good about doing the whole you know selling an injury working that leg or working that neck in the matches and telling that story in the ring and that's what I like to see. I want to see the action in the ring. I don't want a 30-minute talk fest on Raw. So, um, it, it's it's imperative that you have good in-ring action. That that's that's to me that's more important. Sometimes in the storylines, but not all the time. We've got some good storylines, and you need storylines to help with the in-ring action. But if you don't have that in-ring action. And you don't have the crowd hooked that entire match. And it takes that storyline to help them get hooked. So if you've got bad storylines and you got good in-ring action, it don't matter. 
It just doesn't matter. Rumble's a little different this weekend. I'm sensing some good shifts for WWE. I feel like Raw the last couple weeks has been good. Raw this week had some good, bad, and the ugly. And I might start that column every week, the good, bad, and the ugly. Because there is some good, and there's some bad, and there's some real ugly stuff going on. And I'm going to voice my opinion. Vince loves weddings. He just loves them. And there is nothing we can do about it. it we will see a wedding for the rest of our lives ever since that Triple H and Stephanie wedding. And even going back and back in the day with Macho and Liz, who were technically either going through a divorce or divorce, I'm not quite sure, when that was going on in 91 at SummerSlam. For the life of me, I don't understand why we have to keep doing weddings all the time. It's fine every once in a great while, but it seems like you're constantly, it's, it's a girlfriend-boyfriend angle, and, and that's okay. We need them. It happens in the business, and I understand that. But at the same time, I'd really like to see more of a sense of urgency in these angles. Like, I'm sorry, Bobby Lashley was better booked in Impact Wrestling than he was in anything he's done in WWE, unfortunately, since he's been there. And I, you know, they called him the walking Armageddon. You don't need to do anything else with him. You just, he's a big guy. He needed, maybe they could have done an angle with Brock and him, which I would still want to see. Hopefully it can happen. I just don't under, I, I don't know when we're going to get that match. That's something I want to see. I really do. Um, I really do think that that maybe if they go any further with this storyline, it may kill Lashley's momentum if there's anything left in the, in the train because they had put him in storyline, squashed him like a bug, big storyline, big storyline. They're trying to give him something. And all they got to do is book him very simple. And wrestling is very simple to book. It's good guy, bad guy. And we need no more gray area guys. It doesn't do anything for the business. Austin was the one guy that could pull it off because Stone Cold was Stone Cold. And it just, nobody wants, uh, you know, everybody in the world wants to beat their balls up. Period. It's, it's, it's just a thing. You know, you, you, you don't like taking direction. Some people nowadays don't like taking direction from people. And, you know, back then, that was 1998. He was way ahead of the times. Like, he he was exactly what the business needed at the time. I love Austin. But he was the one guy who could pull it off. We don't need gray air guys. We need good guys. We need bad guys. We need a story. And then we need to tell the story in the ring. And we got to have the good finish or maybe a blow-off finish so we can have two or three good matches out of a feud. And then we need to move on. Uh, six months is a good time to end a feud. It's not too long. It's not too short. It's right in the middle. It's 50-50. I think six months is great for just about every feud nowadays. It gives it longevity. You get two or three matches out of it. You skip on and move on. So let's get to Raw this week. Um, yeah, it looks like I don't really care anymore about Eric Rowan. Okay, I'm just going to be honest. I don't care what's in the cage. Okay, we knew what was in Jake Roberts' bag. It was a snake. I don't know what's in the cage, and I don't give a shit what's in the cage. Okay? The guy's not that great of a worker, and I, I, I don't... I, 
that's just my, like I said, we're going to have a lot of my opinions. This is, you know, this is the wrestling show for me and for you all. And I'm just voicing my opinion on what I see. And what I see is Aaron Rowan ain't no money. Okay. He wastes my time on TV. He's got no pop when he comes out. He's got even no boo and they don't even boo him when he does something heelish. So we, it, it doesn't, he needs to just go away. That's my opinion. I'm sorry. That's how I feel. And poor Matt Hardy, I hope you enjoy your time in AEW. Because I've got a feeling, this is just my opinion, that that's where he's going. And, you know, he could be the leader of the Dark Order along with somebody else that I think could be the leader of the Dark Order. We'll get into that later. But, yeah, that's, that's exactly what we don't need on Raw. We don't need Matt Hardy getting squashed by Eric Rowan. I don't care. It has no 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 storyline involved. It's a squash match. I get it, but we all know Matt's probably leaving, and I hope everything's okay with Jeff, and, and good luck to them. Um, but, I mean, that was really the only ugly thing I've seen on the show. Uh, is I'll go to the, the bad. Um, the ricochet confrontation with Brock did not go over well. It did not come off well. It did not. Ricochet maybe doesn't need a mic, maybe manager. But there's no manager, so I don't know who to give him. But uh, I just don't feel like it was it was done right, maybe. Maybe with Ricochet, I don't even know, maybe come out and attack him because he's in the Rumble. So that maybe gives some steam for Ricochet. Um, to me, it just made no sense. I, I don't I didn't care for it. I know they're pushing Ricochet. I like Ricochet. Uh, just he needs to work on his mic skills a little bit. Kind of almost put me to sleep. Um, Brock's Brock because he's got Heyman. Um, I can voice my opinions on Brock. Um, I'll leave that for another show because I got a lot to discuss about this weekend. And I don't, you know, I'm already 15 minutes in. I want to be about an hour and 15 minutes at no more so I can upload this before the end of the night so my wife can have her computer back. Um, but basically, uh, that's really the only other thing bad. Like, Raw wasn't that bad of a show, uh, as far as, like, like, real ugliness. I touched on Lashley a little bit. That whole angle sucks. So that's my opinion on that, and I'm not gonna touch on it anymore, because it doesn't deserve my time. I'm over it. That's just, it, it, it's, it's. It's just been going on too long. It's been dragging on, and we don't need a bunch of wedding scenarios. And the lesbian thing was teased, and that's cool. That was a Paul Heyman thing, obviously. Um, you know, cool. Whatever, but it just needs to go away. So I, we can move on, and hopefully Lashley and Rusev can go be put in great angles. Because I like Rusev, too. Um, I like them all. I think they're all decent workers. Lana stinks in the ring. I mean, hopefully she's been working at the Performance Center. But I figured they'd have the finalization of this whole angle at Royal Rumble since they've been building it for two months almost. Gee, so they stick it on Raw and bore us to death and put it in the main event, which didn't even make any sense anyway, because the main event should have been the match of the night, which was Orton and McIntyre. And, and it, that match was just awesome. That was one of the best Raw matches I've seen in a long time. And I'll say it and I'll fight and stand on it. Uh, I love Orton anyway. And McIntyre is just primed and ready. If you don't see McIntyre winning the Rumble, I don't know who you are. I'll get into that with the predictions. But 
if McIntyre doesn't win unless there's a surprise entrance, which there's been rumors, and I don't want to be a rumor mill here. I don't want to be a dirt sheet. I want to be an opinionator on wrestling. But there's been rumors of, of Edge. Edge says no. I don't know. You know, Edge is a business guy. We, you know, we don't know exactly what he can. He's not going to tell you. Not going to come out and say it. So I don't know. Um, I don't have insiders in the business. You know, so we we could see anything at Rumble. That's what's awesome about Rumble. It's unpredictable. So. Andrade, Ray, great match for the United States title. I thought it did exactly what it did. The feud continued. They've had good matches. There's a couple botches. Ray got a little sloppy towards the end, but um, it, it, was, it was pretty good for what it was. It was pretty good. Uh, they just keep impressing. A lot of the internet people have been hating on this, and I'm going to get to this. Seth Rollins, Buddy Murphy win the tag titles. I thought for sure they were going to pull maybe an old switcheroo angle where they were going to hand it over to AOP and maybe we had a match added on the pre-show or something but that was not the case they're gonna let them hold on to it different I know Vince likes putting guys that aren't tag team guys or look like they even match on on camera together but this could work because Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins could have some great matches together and after that whole turn happens which I'm rushing because he just joined that faction but it's coming um I, I can honestly see that being a very good feud. And, and I'm, I'm impressed with Buddy Murphy. I think he's busted his, his ass. And uh, he, he's got some great matches in the ring. He really does. Just great, great matches. Now, the best thing I think that's going on on Raw right now is Aleister Black. If you don't see a wrestling star in Aleister Black, he's 35 years old. He's Dutch. He's a professional kickboxer. He's a legit shoot guy that could probably kick anybody's ass in WWE just about. And the dude is a legitimate badass, and he looks like a legitimate badass. So, with that being said, I want to see Aleister Black win the WWE title in the next year, to year and a half, to next year's Mania. Some belt, SmackDown, Raw, I don't care. That needs to happen. That guy is awesome. Everything he does in the ring looks good. All of his kicks look crisp. You could tell he was an ex-kick fighter. Like, he's just great, man. He's great. He's got an aura about him. He's got a great entrance. He's got awesome theme music. He's got it. He can work in the ring. He can sell. And I love a guy that can sell. And I, if you don't sell in the wrestling business, you shouldn't be in the wrestling business. Period. A guy cannot get over without somebody selling. That's just how it is. You can't you you can't not sell. Guy punches you, you gotta sell it. Guy kicks you, you gotta sell it. I watch guys take a moonsault and jump right back up. Come on, man. Like you, you can't do that. You gotta sell, you gotta get emotion out of the crowd. Let the crowd get invested in what you're doing. So, I'm going to touch on the Becky lynch Kyrie Zane match. Was set up for a little bit more heat for Asuka. We all know what Becky and Asuka can do. I don't need to go any further on that. That match is going to be awesome. I see big things happening for that match at Rumble. And uh, both of them girls can bust butt. I like them working in the ring together. Sane and uh, Lynch have got a little teeny chemistry going. I, I think a few more matches at some house shows might do the trick. 
and uh, I don't know. Uh, I could, you, you know, that's an, again, good booking is unpredictability. So if I don't know exactly what's going to happen at Rumble, then I am excited because I don't want to know what's going to happen. That's what makes wrestling good. That's why in the 80s, wrestling was awesome. We didn't have the internet. We didn't have people spoiling stuff before the tape even gets back to the mainland. Like, I don't look at dirt sheets as much as possible. Sometimes I do for the page um, on Facebook. I look up some things just to maybe kind of keep up on what's going on because the wrestling business is it's just a so fast business. It just moves so fast. So, that's Raw. And now I'm going to go ahead and get into a little segment that we're going to have every week. I love watching the WWE Network. I think the WWE Network is a great thing for everybody. For young, middle-aged people, old, for casual fans. It's $10. You get the pay-per-view. You don't have to pay $60 for a 40-second fight. Anyway. <laughs> you all know what I'm talking about. Um, so, you know, the network has everything just about. There's a couple things they don't have. They don't have Impact. Impact has their own thing going on with Impact Plus. But you can get everything. These every week are going to be my top five matches. It could be a category. I'm going to pick various things. You all can send me emails or chime in. And maybe you want to hear something. Maybe there's something that you want to see a top five matches for. Hit me up. I'll do one. Attitude Era, Golden Era. We can do all kinds of things with this. Tag teams, intercontinental title matches, United States titles, anything. So this one I decided to do to start it off is it's Royal Rumble week. So how about let's go with Royal Rumble matches that either happen at the pay-per-view or the Royal Rumble match. Let's go with number five. Number five is a 40-man Royal Rumble that happened. Um, it was the first time in history we had 40 men instead of 30. So every year we have 30. This was 40. Uh, Alberto Del Rio won. Uh, there was just a lot of guys in it. It was it was different because it was so quick with the guys coming out and they were throwing people. It was just it was it was a good atmosphere. I liked it. They only did it at one time, I think. I might be wrong. Don't hold me to that. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. I'll do better research. But uh, I'm pretty sure that was the only time they did it. But to me, I'll put that at number five. It was just a lot of things going on. A lot of cool things. I liked the ending when. Santino and all that. That was good stuff. The crowd almost thought he was going to win, and he didn't. And then, oh, it was just, you could hear the air getting let out of the stadium almost. But, um, okay, so number four, number four is the Hardys and Dudleys in that crazy hardcore match they had at Royal Rumble 2000. I remember watching this as a kid being like, okay, that one they did with Edge and Christian was great, but that was awesome. Um... Bubba and, and, and Devon are the man at work in tag team hardcore matches. There's no other tag team, in my opinion, that's better. The Dudleys are just awesome at that. And then you got the Hardys, who were just crazy young then, didn't care what they did to their bodies, throwing themselves off the entranceway, uh, tables, ladders, chairs, oh my. Like, it, it was just it was just pure chaos. Great match. Continued to those, tell a, a further long story with these three tag teams. Even though Edge and Christian wasn't in it, but it still was intertwined and wind into that whole storyline. Uh, that was just a great match to me. And uh, number three, I put uh, Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar versus John Cena from Royal Rumble 2015. Now, 
I'm not a big Brock fan. Some of y'all know that. I do respect Brock. He is like a Mike Tyson of wrestling. He doesn't have to be on TV that much. Um, but man, like that match was just a. That, I feel like it was one of Brock's best matches. Rollins was in it. It was just good, near falls galore. Just a great match. That's one that you all need to really go watch. If you're not a Brock fan and you say, I just want to watch a good Brock match, bam, that's the one right there. That's the only one I sometimes I'll go back and watch. I love that match. And some of Brock's younger stuff to me was really good too. And before he went to UFC and all that stuff, I really liked Brock then. Um, number two is Bret Hart and Razor Ramon from Royal Rumble 93. One of the most underrated world title matches in Royal Rumble history. This, in fact, was the first time I, yeah, the first time the WWF title was actually defended at Rumble. So that was 93. Great match. The crowd was loud the entire time. They were invested in it. There was, you know, the angle with Owen Hart, him attacking Owen the week, couple weeks before. That was just good stuff. Underrated underrated one of my i rented that video so many times from my movie store when i was a kid i loved it so my number one and you have to go watch this royal rumble week and i don't care if you're a fan of wrestling you're watching this royal rumble the royal rumble 92 rick flair wins the wwf title in the royal rumble it was the first time the world title was in the rumble or for the you know it was vacated and we got that rumble it was awesome for Flair to win it. He got his WWF moment, and Flair well-deserving for that. So now, we're going to go to the AEW. I was going to go ahead and go into NXT, but I'm going to touch on AEW for about 10 minutes. Now, as I said earlier, I was a fan, I'm a fan of NWA and old WCW from about 93. This right here is like watching like like WWE like the new generation but with a pull of WCW into it it's like a mixture of everything just mixed up into one and man I'm not gonna lie to you I can't get enough of AEW it's got my entire attention Chris Jericho is on another level they're they're literally at AEW Dynamite this past week on TNT, they literally were, his whole song, the whole time he was coming out, they were chanting his song. They were doing the lyrics. Man, that don't happen much. There's only, I mean, you know, there's a few guys that had their lyrics chanted and stuff like that, but that was just, they knew it word for word and didn't stop the whole time. Jericho's like more over than what he was back in the day, which is just insane because he was over. But anyway, neither here nor there. AEW also got a contract for $175 million for four more years on TNT with an extra show. Man, that was quick. Like, holy crap. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a promotion get that kind of deal that fast. Like, that fast? Like... They're not even drawing a million, and that's not... Things are different. DVR, I'm pretty sure after the numbers for DVR and, you know, live comes in and streaming, and all those numbers are put into one, 
I guarantee you AEW is probably somewhere between 1.5, 1.6, which is where TNA was was the first night they did Monday Night back in the day, 2010. So they're on the right track. Can I get those ratings up? I want to see those ratings come up. What's stopping people from chiming in? They're doing a great job marketing. They're all over their place. They're already talking about a video game. They're already talking about action figures. In fact, the guys have already been scanned for it. So, when they hit Walmart, which I think is a big thing, and if you think Blu-rays and DVDs are out of the, the, the time, you know, with the streaming era happening, I hate to burst your bubble. If you get your DVDs and your Blu-rays in Walmart, everybody has to go to Walmart. It's the only brick-and-mortar store open that carries anything wrestling. Other than Target, which doesn't only carry, but just carries like cards and the wrestling figures. So, get your footage out there. Even though they had the stream, you know, they had the TNT app and all that, and you can go on Bleacher Report and order the pay-per-views. You got to get it into a, they should put a completion Blu-ray set in Walmart, get eyes on the product. They'll think it's WCW. Swear to God. So anyway... But AEW's doing a great job. They're telling great stories. And next week, I'm actually going to touch on AEW a lot more than what I'm touching on them tonight. This is Royal Rumble week, and I don't want to take away from Royal Rumble. But AEW's doing all the right things. All the right things. And that's what I like. Uh, the production value is awesome, too. So, which is, you know, they pretty much got their production paid with that contract, which now they can do whatever they want all their date money comes in you know renting a building they got to pay for that and the wrestlers but you know they got the money so do it up guys you know so all right i'm gonna go ahead and get on an nxt and nxt uk i'm gonna tell you all guys straight up right now i am not watching nxt uk and that is strictly my fault i don't know why i'm not because I hear nothing but good things, and my buddies send me little gifts of guys getting hit and all that, and they're looking like they're doing some great stuff. I do watch it, just not that much. I watch it like when I hear of a Tyler Bate match or something like that, or Trent Seven, um, but the rest of those guys are really good too. Like, man, great. But, so we got Worlds Collide. Um, you know, the card looks great. It's gonna be some heavy hitting matches. Like I don't know how you, I don't know how Rumble's gonna top these matches, but I'm gonna start off with the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Right before I was getting ready to air, I did some research and realized, oh man, they finally added the other two guys in, or maybe I'm just a couple days late. I don't know. But Angel Garza versus the swerve Isaiah Scott who I love I've been watching him since he was Str Shane Strickland I love the guy the guy's great versus Jordan Neville versus Travis Banks I see there's that uh they're also NXT guys from UK and they're just man they're hard hitting guys I was watching highlights earlier and they're just all over the ring like who's training these NXT guys for the UK which I'm assuming is William Regal and Fit Finley and a couple other guys. That's my assumption. Um, but man, they're doing a great job. Those guys get hit. They've got that strong, stiff style. And I like that. I really do. It looks realistic. They're telling a story in the ring. They've got a little bit of storyline, but it's good stuff. So I think that match is just going to be pure chaos. I'm not sure who's going to win. 
I'm going to probably pick Swerve here because I want Swerve to win, but uh, I think he needs that. He's ready already to be in the NXT. Like, he's, he's good, man. He's going to have great matches with people. Like, just great. And him and Leo rush against each other are just fantastic, mind-blowing. They have great chemistry. And he's slowed down a little bit. But they're good. They are, I mean, that's just good cruiserweight action. I like that stuff. So we got the NXT Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm. I love these both of these chicks. I can't wait till both of these chicks get to the main roster. I think they are they work great in the ring against each other. Their last match was fantastic. Thank God I called it. Um it was just a good great match. Um this is going to be a barn burner. Uh Tony Storm's lost a little bit of steam for some reason. I realized her pops aren't that great, but um I don't know why. I, I was behind her. I'm still behind her. and I mean, she's great. Got the look. Everything. Um, the Finn Balor. The Finn Balor versus Dragov is... I don't know if I said his name right. But that he... He's awesome. Like, man, this guy's got a great entrance. I love it. I love the contacts and the eyes. Man, like, what a great R entrance. Like, it's almost, like, demonish. Like, and I guess with the Finn Balor thing, does he come out as demon? I'm digging it. It's dark. I'm guessing that's the dark match of the whole night for that. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I don't, but it's, it's on paper. It looks great. Like, Fowler... You know, you know, you know Balor's amazing anyway. He really is. He really, really is amazing. And the fact that he wanted to go back to NXT to help, you know, I guess that's where he wants to be. He wants better matches. I guess that's how he feels. Hey, let him go there. Let him go. Um, I would have to say, you know, DIY versus Mustache Mountain could steal the show. You heard it. Prediction. Could steal the show. I, I don't even know which. <laughs> is there anything you can say about this? This is just going to be crazy hard-hitting, fast-paced, selling, telling a story in the ring. I am looking forward to this and the Undisputed Era in the Imperium. Imperium. The Imperium. So, and that guy, Walter, is amazing. That chop that he landed on Adam Cole was ridiculous. Um... Walter seems like he's very smart with the business with some of the recent comments that he's made that I've seen him make. Uh, he didn't like the whole Survivor Series thing. Just a bunch of guys being mad at each other. Kind of get it. Uh, Survivor Series is kind of two-on-two teams, five-on-five. Five. Uh, the third team kind of makes it weird. It's a triple threat at that point. And I, I'm not exactly sure, you know, it's just hard to book. It's just so many components going at once. So, uh, I think the Imperium is going to be awesome. I think they should just, like, there's so many guys I feel should be on the main roster right now. Like, the Imperium is just, ah, man, they're all, they're just so good in the ring. Like, what, what else do you need to say about them? The, nothing, nothing. So, I think that show has a caliber card. Um, I'm not understanding why they just didn't call it NXT TakeOver and then call it NXT versus, I don't know, the Worlds Collide thing I know they've done every year on the network. 
it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger, and they've been building it and building it. It's been getting better, bigger, better matches every year, and and I, I tend to catch it the last couple of years. Um, but this could be good, and it's going to be good. It's going to there's good workers in this, and, and and that's the thing about NXT. How do you really talk bad about it? Because every worker is really, with the exception of some of the younger people. I'm not a fan of some of the guys. We'll get into that. But Keith Lee is the man. Like, Keith Lee is the man. The Undisputed Era. Adam Cole is the next Shawn Michaels, folks. I said it right here. He's the next Shawn Michaels. And I'm not fucking wrong. And I used the word fucking twice. There you go. I'm not fucking wrong. Anybody can fight me on this. You can send comments and we'll discuss it. But I'm telling you, the guy is, he, he looks like Shawn Michaels. He works like Shawn Michaels. He's the size of Shawn Michaels. The only thing you don't do is come out and be called the heartbreak kid, basically, folks. That's it. And again, you'll see him put another performance on Sunday, or Saturday, excuse me. Uh, World's Collide is Saturday. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> Nobody can really talk what Adam Cole's doing. Roderick Strong's on another level. He always has been. And, and what else you need to say about Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly? Nothing. Because they're awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I hope Bobby Fish can stay a little longer. We've had injuries. So, we'll see. I hope he's got a few more years left in him. So, folks, looks like I got about 25 minutes left in the show. And I hope you all are enjoying yourselves. I know I'm enjoying doing this, you know, and I, I'm not trying to get off and give a little break in between segments here, but, um, you know, make sure you check out your smaller promotions too. Impact, you know, I don't call AEW a small promotion, not when you got a major deal like that, so we're not even going to say that, but Ring of Honor, um, you know, and, and a little... The little teeny organizations that are out and about and around, like Maryland Championship Wrestling is a great one. Um, anything that the Monster Factory does is fantastic. Um, you know, any of those small promotions that you can find, you know, go pay a $5, 10 ticket on a Friday or Saturday night and watch it. Um, Impact's doing great things. I don't care what anybody says. I will touch on the Tesla thing next week. Once I get more information, because that's a big thing to talk about. And yeah, controversy creates cash, and I get that. And controversy creates views, and everybody wants that kind of controversy. Um, I, I would safely say I'm going to stay away from that right now until I find out more about it. Because it's hearsay right now, and hearsay in the wrestling business is hearsay. So when I get official confirmation from Impact on Impact's website about what's going on, and when she does... Issue apologize, you know, apologizes for whatever she did say. If that's what she said, then she shouldn't have said it. But neither here nor there. We'll get into that next week. But impact, you know, they talk. People talk crap about them all the time, you know, and and that's fine. I'm an impact fan. Everybody knows that. I'm not going to get off on a rant about impact. But they have literally gone through. They're like a snake. They shed a skin, and there's something new. Now they've shed a skin, and they've kept that skin. And now they have Access TV, which has a lot of money, which is owned by the company that runs them. So you don't lose TV. Need I say more? So they're not going anywhere. They're cockroach or wrestling. RVD's doing great stuff. He's reinventing himself. And if people took the time to go watch the show, 
instead of going online and bitching about what they see when they haven't even watched the damn thing. So, neither here nor there. Like I said, go watch your indie show. That's where the stars are born, folks. At the indie wrestling. That's where they're born. They're not born anywhere else other than Performance Center and indie wrestling. That's it. Now we're going to get into the Royal Rumble. I'm excited. The Royal Rumble to me is built. Everything seems to be... I know... I don't know what's going to happen. Okay, but I know why and what and how the matches are going to come about. And that's what I need to know. Why are these guys fighting? Why are these guys doing what they're doing? And we have some story behind each one. So I'm going to start off with the Women's Rumble match. I am so flabber flabbergasted by this. We are like a couple days away, and there's only like seven or eight people in the Rumble. They haven't announced anything. And I'm telling you right now, prediction time, Ronda Rousey comes down that entranceway. Ronda has a big contract with WWE. It's time she gets to work. If you wanted to have a kid, if you're unsuccessful, I am sorry. That is unfortunate. And I'm not being an asshole. I'm being a realist. If you pay somebody as much money as she makes in WWE, you should be on TV. Time for her to come back. It's WrestleMania. It's the road to WrestleMania. It's time for the big names to come back. So I'm seeing Ronda in the Rumble. I can't give a prediction who's going to win it because I don't know who's even in the damn thing. So I can't make a damn prediction. So I don't know what to tell you. But I can tell you this. It's awesome that the women have a Rumbles match. Some women are going to work double duty. I'm sure Asuka's in it. I'm not exactly sure. I don't have it down on my notes. But I just don't know who's going to win it. Maybe Charlotte? Maybe? Could be. So then we got the men's Rumble match. <laughs> so explain to me why. Explain to me why. Brock Lesnar is not defending the title at Royal Rumble. Well, that would mean because he's going to lose it. Well, does that mean that Lesnar's going to win the Rumble now where he's not putting the title up? That kind of threw a red flag at me. Um, I'd like to see the, the, the title defended at Royal Rumble. It's one of the big, I'll say five pay-per-views now. And I feel like that that should be defended at Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Saudi Arabia shows, and Survivor Series. Okay, so, okay, have him in the Rumble. Have him win the damn thing. I don't care. And then that Elimination Chamber, you can have maybe Drew McIntyre win the Elimination Chamber. But I feel like it's going to be Drew and Brock. But for the love of God, and I hope Vince is listening to me, no Kane Vasquez in the Rumble. And if he does in the Rumble, can he just get thrown out real quick? Because I'm sick and tired of these UFC guys in wrestling. They don't know how to be a wrestler. Other than Brock, Ken Shamrock, they're the only two that know how to work as a professional wrestler. And there is an art to professional wrestling, folks. You just don't get in there and do it. You just don't get in there and do it. So, water break. But, you have to have some kind of wrestling mind. 
You gotta have it. And Brock has it. And I like Brock. I wish he was on TV a little bit more. But I'm not sure what they're even going to do with the men's rumble. Again, unpredictability. I'm not exactly sure. I don't know who the thought. There's only five spots that there could be surprise guys. I feel like Adam Cole is going to be in it. Velveteen Dream might be making a return. I don't know this. These are not rumors. I'm just, Edge is a big rumor. So that leaves two spots. Maybe two legends. Two that aren't going to win the match. I don't know. I, I see Drew McIntyre or Randy Orton. I don't think it's going to be Randy. But I just don't, I don't see anybody from SmackDown winning it. So I feel like it's going to be a Raw guy. So I, I'm not sure how they're going to go. It's going to be interesting. You know, put your predictions down low in the comment bar. Tell me what you think. Because I, the only way I can go is, is Brock winning it or Drew McIntyre. I don't see anybody else. And that's my opinion. Unless they give less, Lashley the rub, possible. He wants that, that Brock match. That's what drove him away from Impact. He wanted a match with Brock. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, Becky and Asuka, it's going to be great. Their last match was great. Uh, you know, Becky's never beat Asuka. That's the storyline. They have pushed that for a month. They've done backstage segments. They have pushed that point across. So I see Becky getting the win here, unfortunately. Um, then again, I could be wrong. But... In my opinion, I see Becky winning, carrying on, maybe the winner of the Rumble. We could get Charlotte against Becky. I don't know. It depends on... There's a lot of factors with the Royal Rumble. I can't say anything about the women. It's going to be tough because they haven't announced everybody. Um, then we got Roman Reigns and Corbin in a Falls Count Anywhere. For the life of me, can we get this over with? I would rather watch two pigs eating in the middle of a mud field than watch another Corbin and Roman Reigns match. Okay, folks? I love Roman Reigns. Congratulations him for beating cancer. That's awesome and that's amazing. That was a great story. You know? It really was. And, and, and I'm so thankful that he beat it. Alright, folks. They shoved Roman Reigns down our throats for two and a half years. I like Roman. He's a great worker. Okay, but they shoved him down our throats for two years and nobody wanted it when he won that rumble. This is the end of the storyline, for God's sakes, I hope, because if this stretches to mania, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do. Like, I might have to fast forward that segment every single week because it's gotten that bad. That bad. You know? So... I don't know. I hope that we really can see a whole new new shift in that whole Roman Reigns. He could, you know, Roman Reigns could win the Rumble also. Roman Reigns could really win the Rumble. Um, I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, Shorty G and Sheamus. Why? Right, I got silence on that one. Why? Why is this on the Royal Rumble card? It doesn't make any sense to be on the Royal Rumble card. There's no need for it. Waste of space. Waste of time. I have no interest in this match. They're great workers. Got nothing against Sheamus or Shorty G. Chad Gable. Um, I, I just, I don't understand this and don't really care to talk about it. Doesn't really make any sense to me. 
So also at the time, in the next match that we got, Bailey versus Lacey Evans, they had built this big time. And I got SmackDown on behind me, and I haven't been really paying attention to it. Um, but Lacey Evans, the whole, you know, American mom, uh, don't like bullying, uh, very babyface. Love it. Finally. Like, it makes sense. She's a babyface. That's what she should have been in the beginning. I never really liked her as a heel. Um, I think the babyface thing works out great for her. American mom, America, yay, America the beautiful. That's just how it's going. I actually hope she gets the daggone win here against Bailey. I don't like Bailey. I like her better as a heel than I do a babyface. Uh, Bailey can work in the ring. I like that. Um, I just, I'm not feeling it. She's had a run with the title. Give the baby face the title here. Uh, then we'll probably get Sasha and Lacey at either the next pay-per-view or maybe even WrestleMania. I could see it going that route. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Um, Humberto and Aldrade in a United States title match. Andrade is tearing the house down with Ray. Humberto is a young up-and-coming star who obviously Paul Heyman loves because he's pushing him to the moon and back. Um, this is going to be probably, maybe could be match of the night. I don't know. This young kid does some great things in the ring. Uh, he needs to slow down a little bit. I'm a big fan about hitting your big spots. Give fans time to invest. I need time to soak it in. Give me that one, two. Oh, big kick out. You know what I mean? So... That's that's my kind of thing I like on, on fast-paced matches. You can be fast, and you can be slow at the same time. And I know that kind of doesn't make sense, but you, you know what I mean if you're a wrestling fan. Um, Next match we got is The Fiend versus Daniel Bryan. They've been building this for months. We had the one match. <sighs> the Fiend's over. The belt's not coming off The Fiend. I don't think. Could we get a curveball thrown and he joins the Rumble? I don't know. Could. Uh, Daniel Bryan's the man. I love Daniel Bryan. I love that he cut his hair and he went back to like the Bryan Danielson look. Uh, I dig that. I dig that. Uh, I think I'm looking forward to this match. Uh, Storyline base with the whole creepy thing Wyatt's been doing is pretty cool. It's different. And different is sometimes really cool when people like different. So I'm kind of feeling it. I think it can really work out really well. Um, yeah, I really do. I, I think it's going to be maybe the second, could be the first good match on the show. I, it may go on, I'm not sure how they're going to do the match card. But I'm thinking this might go on last. Because The Fiend's a big deal. The Fiend is a big deal. He's selling merchandise. People got his mask in the crowd. And when people have your mask in the crowd, and they have your you know action figure... You hear the, the, the pop in the crowd when he comes out. It's a very awing thing. And he's got that Undertaker Irish, like, it's he's very dark. And I love it. I love it. I love it. I love Bray Wyatt. I love what he does behind the scenes for the wrestling business and what he did for that child. Uh, if you watch social media, I can't remember exactly what it was, but he did a great thing even as a heel. And I, I commend him for that. Uh, unfortunately, Kayfabe is dead. And uh, it's not dying, it's dead. Um, and that's okay. Some guys still live by it, and that's a great thing. Uh, keep the business alive. 
but that was a great thing for what he did and um, I think he sent him an autograph or something and uh, that's great so good job to Bray Wyatt and he, I expect him and Daniel Bryan probably to tear a house down but I'm gonna have to go with the Fiend on this one uh, he's got too much momentum so I mean that's the Royal Rumble folks in a nutshell I mean again it's kind of hard to mess up the Royal Rumble the Royal Rumble has a lot of history tied to it. You, you have times where there's pay-per-views that are lackluster, and there have been lackluster Royal Rumbles. I can't stand Royal Rumble 95. I don't go back and watch Royal Rumble 95 because the goon's in the Rumble, and I believe Mantar's in the Rumble, and those are guys I don't really care to watch. Not a big fan of WWF 95. WCW 95, not really a big fan of that either. ECW 95 was okay. 95 was a slack year. But Royal Rumble usually delivers. It's kind of hard not to. You can't mess up Royal Rumble. So many ways you can book it. So many different ways you can go. And um, so off the Royal Rumble top, pick I got about, I don't know, about seven minutes left. And uh, we're going to go ahead and fill that in with a I don't know, I'll touch on a few different things. Maybe, uh, you know, one, th one thing I want to say about professional wrestling. You know, you can watch sports, you know, and, and you can question some things that happen in sports. And, you know, wrestling is choreographed, folks. There's no doubt about that. But what they do to their bodies, the travel that they, that they do is, is absolutely unbelievable. You can't, you can't, def, you, you can't, I, I can do nothing but defend it, okay? Uh, you, you, you defend it the best I can sometimes because of things that are said by people. Some of the storylines are, yes, corny. Is there sometimes that I wish the New Day would stop throwing pancakes in the air? Yes, indeedy. But that's entertainment. And there are people that like that. I, for a fan, am not. I like the New Day with the ice cream. That was great. In fact, WWE's coming out with ice cream bars, and I couldn't be damn more excited about it. And if my wife was in the room right now, I'd tell her I'm going to buy a box of them. Because these damn things are delicious. But, you know, that's for entertainment value. You go watch AEW, they are doing a lot of goofy things too. And you take the good with the bad. But they've also got pretty much the top four, four or five workers in the business. Other than New Japan's Akata. New Japan's awesome. I'm going to touch on New Japan more. Once I know people are going to watch it. Which I'm assuming they are because New Japan is picking up steam. They have Moxley and they have Jericho. They are have short term contracts but they work certain days. Lance Archer who was with WWE. He is in talks with AEW, but he's in New Japan Pro Wrestling right now. A lot of the guys from, a couple guys from Impact are from New Japan and slash Ring of Honor, like Mike, Michael Egan. That guy's a beast. He is like Dr. Death Steve Williams times two. That's one guy in Impact you should watch. I don't care what he's done in his personal life. This isn't about personal life. This is about professional wrestling. And if you're good at professional wrestling, I'm going to say he's good at professional wrestling. 
So, five minutes left, folks. I'm going to leave you with this. Enjoy wrestling. Don't let the internet go crazy on you. Stay out of the dirt sheets. It's enjoyable if you stay out of the dirt sheets. If you watch the dirt sheets and you go on the internet and you look up rumors and you said this guy's going, that guy, why not just enjoy it? Because you want to know why Nitro was so good back in the day? Because it had a shock value to it. I didn't know when a guy was going to come out. Now I know because of the internet. I do a lot on Facebook. I have to with this page. And I'm so thankful that I finally got to do this. And I'm very pleased and happy that I'm able to do this. I have a lot more equipment that I'm not able to put up in this house. Bright lights. Like I got these light bulbs that are huge. Never seen these light bulbs. These are like the biggest light bulbs ever. Like that big. Like humongous. So it's a lot to set up. I have back screens and stuff. But I wanted to get some footage out there because I had been promising. And I'm sorry that I didn't get to it before then. Uh, I'm a manager at a restaurant. Uh, I had a lot on me in the summertime. I've got time now. I'm going to make time for this. Every single week, we are going to have a new episode. If I'm sick, we'll have a new episode. It'll be a short episode. But I don't get sick much, luckily. Um, so, everybody, I want you to make sure that you go to... I'm going to upload this to Spotify and YouTube. On the YouTube channel, Turnbuckle Takeover. I'm going to make it completely public so the whole world can see it. Not just my friends on Shingatig and surrounding areas and friends that have moved away. I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. I've probably got a lot to learn and I'm going to continue to do this. I hope everybody enjoys it. Enjoy the Royal Rumble. Because I know I am. Uh, so have a good night everybody. And thank you for enjoying the Turnbuckle Takeover Wrestling Show.